uh, um, what am I doing here? Conservative Talk Radio in Eastern North Carolina. You're listening to the Carolina Cabinet. This is the morning show your daddy wanted you to listen to. the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV. Andrelona's Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet.
Well, good morning and welcome to the Carolina Cabinet. I'm your host, Peter Pappas. Here on the Cabinet, we'll show a common sense approach to politics and we are always be on the right side of the issues. This morning on the Cabinet, we have my favorite libertarian, Christina Anna-West. Liberty or death, hello. Joining us later will be Pastor Joshua Goodman, so here, here for him. Joining us today as our special guest, Shamika Bethay, president of the Cumberland County Republican Women's Club. Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to us on Carolina Country 100.1 and The River 106.5. Just in case you missed an episode of our top-rated show. Top-rated. You can find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. Don't forget to like, share, or follow us on your favorite social media. So sit tight. Don't go far. We'll be right back with the Carolina Cabinet. Thinking, hard hitting, truth telling. You're listening to the Carolina Cabinet, Eastern North Carolina's answer to the radical left. Liberal media's blah, blah, blah. Welcome back to local conservative talk radio. And welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. I am your host, Peter Pappas, here in a brand new year, our first show of the year, number 85, actually. Welcome, ladies. Good Thank morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So, new year, new you. <laughs> I'm excited, actually, for 2024. Well, I was excited until I was at Cliffdale Church, and Pastor Josh was like, you know they're going to try to divide us with this election year. Yeah, Who, Who's they? The media, the everybody Them. that wants us to be extremely Agreed. one way or the other. Well, isn't that why we're here, to fight against the liberal lunacy? I mean, I don't even think it's just liberal. I think there's a conservative element, too, that gets, you know, too far one side and gets super angry. Um Wait, think, like, like, wasn't that guy a libertarian with the, the tank thing? Yeah. I mean, I want a tank. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the ammo might be expensive, but, you know, whatever. Okay. So we're going to be divided this year. Well, and, and I would think even divided, like, okay, so we have Shamika, right? Yes. yes. And you have how many Republicans running for county commissioner? We're going to pretend that one of them's not here. Oh, the eight people this year? Eight. Eight. So, I mean, even within parties, I think there's going to be a lot of divisiveness. I think anytime you have a group of people that are halfway passionate, they're going to have opinions. I think as Republicans, naturally, and libertarians, you can identify with this, Mm -hmm. uh, free thinking is like our thing. Yes. And that's the problem sometimes that breaks us up is that we all want to do our own thing. We're all smart people. But there is a positive side to it um, with so many people running. Um, we always have future elections. So it's a way that we can also use this time to identify, like, if you did make it through this one, maybe. The losers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not necessarily the losers. Just, <laughs> just like maybe, we, you know, we'd be but a better fit somewhere. You'll for, see a few that you'll be like, you know what, I'd like to work yeah. with that one in the future. And you'll probably see a few you're like, please no, never again. Well, that's the thing. When do you revoke their license? Like, the lady has <laughs> been married like eight times. What? It's like, okay, when can we get you to stop? Well, no, it's usually because most of the time when people, I know for Republicans, most of us are, that are coming 
women off the sidelines is something that we're passionate about because we see the way the country's going. So a lot of them take and say, hey, I want to run. Mm-hmm. Many of them jump in. And, um, and I know when I first got involved in politics, I came like straight out of government, working government. Mm-hmm. Uh, only thing I did was vote. And I just wanted to do something for my country. Right. right. Because well, that same you mentality, in the military. So, right? Yeah, and you I, just want to, you, you just want to do something. And so, some of these people um, would just jump in the race because they feel like, "Hey, I want to run for office with no experience, but they have a passion." And so, you don't want to take and put out that fire. You see that you see that potential, and then we're like, after you pull them to the side and you have that conversation to it, but we want to take and put them in a. a give them a pathway, a better way to get into uh, politics than to just jumping out there by I was actually thinking about this on the way over here, you know, defining my own republicanism or my my own conservatism. You know, what makes America great is compromise and seeing both sides because I feel like if you're so... They don't want us to have compromise, though. They want us to be divided. But if you're so one way about things, are you really really think you're the smartest guy ever in the room? I went with, that's I went why I'm going to vote for somebody that's here. But no, <laughs> but I mean, not in the primary. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, never, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> use the word compromise because right. that seems more of taking away. Is that too away. soft? Well, I, I think it's more of, because compromise well, is more so, for me, it's more like you lose something, I lose something. But we need to start looking at that. How can we win-win? Right. Because there is a way that you can win-win with if, with, uh, with negotiating, the right mm-hmm. way of negotiating. When you come in and you say, we're going to negotiate the right way. Um, but what we've had, what, what I heard today, and I'll, and I'll repeat it, it was like, what we have is a uniparty that goes on mm-hmm. in the background. And that uniparty is both Republicans and Democrats. Is she preaching libertarian over here? <laughs> I, I, so. I hear yeah, this. FireTheUniparty.com. No, what? Uh, but you know, I just asked about New Year resolutions. And oh, y'all, y'all just okay. jumped right into <laughs> this. My New Year's <laughs> Okay. It's to make an impact, right? Okay, make yeah. an impact. Christina, maybe My New Year's be kinder, resolu- gentler, maybe? Uh, just no. follow God's path, really. Yeah. Just one foot in front of the other. And that's you're going to tell me that's a war path, probably. Uh, I mean, yeah. he likes yeah. soldiers. Yes, okay. For Christ. And that's what it's about. That's what it's always been about, about for me in politics is representing Christ. Um, and you do. I see you a lot out there, <laughs> and I always feel like when I'm near you that there is a godly presence. When we oh, before we started so, this, uh, I kept saying, "Oop, I, I gotta." Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> off, off air. Christina was about to say a few things, and she said, "Shamika, please leave the room." Yeah, <laughs> because I don't want this to affect your <laughs> your aura. I don't need you to go confessing and go Although, praying after this. You know, I always felt like that's why we had Pastor Josh and yeah. Bishop in here as a counterbalance to Christina and I. Yes, that's yes. That's, so. that's why I attend well, he church. Meets us, he, he meets us where, I, where we're at. That's yes. the yeah, Lord always meets us. And we go from faith to faith, Lord and glory. So but you bring people up. You know, let's yes. aside from politics, you bring people up oh. to, a, to a, a more On positive a personal level. level yeah. Yes, you mm. do. That's, oh, just, well, you. that's yeah. just her kind of. That's do her I want her to elect a bunch of Republicans? No. All right, hush up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, well, only if, uh, this, only if they're the better candidate, right? right? Yes, only if they're for the community yeah. to improve and not to take more of our rights. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Agreed. So we all got that. <laughs> so my resolution is I have none. 
I'm the same old SOB I was last year. No, no you're coming. No, you, you're no. changing. Am yeah. I changing? Yes. Am I changing. evolving? Yes. You are. You're growing. You're becoming a better person. Than, Am I? Yes. yes. Than I the prayers are working. Okay. We, so we're all praying in the back. The dragging so you I, to church has I, been working. I will, <laughs> <laughs> I will attribute that to my affiliation with the Cumberland County Republican Women's yes. Club. The coolest... Republican women's Yeah, he does County. say that. He because we are. It, that is you know, a fact. What, so what I like the most about our, our club, I'm going to say our club because I'm an associate yes. member. I yes. paid my $10 or yes. whatever it was. But, you know, it's everybody's invited. Everybody's Everybody. welcomed. It's it's a diverse group. Yeah. And not just in race, and but faith, background, you yeah. name it. Just We've got true. people with all walks of life in there. Yeah. And y'all are so supportive of each other. And, I mean, me in yeah. the past, too. So. And it, and it speaks like volumes, like once the meeting's over and everybody's still hanging around and we're like, okay, you guys, we got to go. It's yeah, almost eight yeah. o'clock. <laughs> you got to go. But it, it really is a sense of family mm-hmm. um, and because we're there. We're mission focused. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get things done. It's not about uh, mm-hmm. he say, she say. It's about what's the, the problem? How do we go about right. fixing it's it? Like, and yeah. there's always snacks. Usually, <laughs> there's snacks. snacks. Yeah. Are. I'm missing see, out. I, see, we just got her ire. So we, go. we, we got right. bakers in there. Right? Somebody yeah. forgot Baldino's today, oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm hungry. I didn't, oh. I, I didn't make it. Today is a construction, Pops Construction oh, okay. Day. Oh. That's, that's a different shirt today. <laughs> so, um, okay, Republican Women's Club, what was I going to say about that? My goodness. How awesome we are. You are so awesome. <laughs> I mean, Did you guys have I'm an actually, event coming up that I keep seeing so, on my Facebook? Oh, okay. Yes. So... Coming our, up. our next event that's coming up um, will be. What's the date? The, it is going to be. It, this will be uh, January the sixth. No, actually, it will be February. Y'all have been blowing up my phone uh, with this. I know. All, and no, then you're gonna I keep getting invites. Well, the thing is, when is when this is airing, mm-hmm. that event will be passed. Well, so yeah, on January 11th. So the January 11th, the we're going to have the. Uh, uh, yeah, the candidate yeah. meeting rate. I'm talking about the pizza and politics. Oh, yes, the pizza and politics will that's be gonna, February. Which pizza? My birthday, February yes. 16th. So is that's a special day? Very special. Um, but the pizza and politics, it is going to be February the 14th. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at College Lakes Recreational Center. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very casual. It's on a Friday night, and we're going to talk about. Dun dun dun. Should the church be involved in politics? Should the church be involved in politics? No. See, yes. That's a, that's no. A, yes. <laughs> that's the debate. It's Growing the debate. up in California, this isn't the big liberal thing you you think you're going to hear, because I'm from San Bernardino County, which is the most conservative one in California. Mm-hmm. Um, our church would get together and they'd warn everyone, hey, this Thursday night, we're going to walk the ballot. We're going to talk about everything on the ballot. And California likes to put a lot of initiatives on their mm-hmm. ballots that make no sense, like... I I I hate P O R N, and it's really pro that. Like it's whatever the title is, it's the opposite. So, right, right. You have so, to read it. Yeah, but they'd warn us, and and they would have four or five pastors, and they would sit up and they would talk and walk through the ballot and talk through each item. And I remember my dad taking me to it, um, and you and you'd listen, and they'd go through. Okay, this person they vote this way, they think this way, and as the church perspective, mm-hmm. as this church. We believe this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they would come out and kind of pick a side to an extent. Yeah. Um, which I I personally think is great. I was really upset when some um, people out in the world, I'm not going to say the specific denomination, started kind of um, being okay with abortion. Mm-hmm. 
you know, especially from a religious perspective. Right. I was like, what a lie. Like, you, what, where are you going with this? Right. I mean, you can forgive the sin, but why are you pushing it? Right. And, and I, I think that's the one of the reasons why that we need to have this conversation. And, and I love uh, the design of it be, on the flyer. And it says, with the world rapidly changing, mm-hmm. should the church be involved in politics? And the reason why, I, if you, historically, the church has always been involved in politics. And, and I really believe because we have, we have took that, um, the quote, separation of churches uh church and state which doesn't exist right and and because of that the church has pulled back and left that void so now you have believers that are voting for people that um they may not believe in abortion but they're they're voting for abortions because the church didn't have that conversation you know it's always a thing if your parents don't have conversations with you your friends will Mm -hmm. and so um I think it's imperative, especially for a time such as as this, that the church needs to be having those conversations to really understand our history, especially in America, mm-hmm. um, what the church have contributed to America, but also flesh out some of those um, those that bad advice or some of those misconceptions and get the information straight from your parents. And right. it, it, it's going to be in a casual setting, yeah. so it's not. And it's going to be a conversation. A conversation. We're, we're intentionally right. going to keep it. It, it. it might be inflammatory. The the subject matter. Right. But. The, we're the love be of God. Civil. <laughs> the love of God will be in right. the place, um, and we're also going to have a, a, a guest speaker there, which is uh, Josh. Uh, yeah, who was that? Joseph uh, back back home. He is. He's with the. He's a senior fellow at the um, Family Redi- uh, Family uh, Research Council. Um, amazing guy. I, I His don't know background. What, that means. what he, is Family Research Council? Um, those are the people. Should I know? You should know. Okay. Well, uh, they, they don't <laughs> give me that look. Okay. If looks could kill, man, I just got daggers from Christina. They do a lot in a Christian in the Christian sector, okay. um, making sure we have information um, putting out um, okay. from a from a biblical worldview. That's actually what his his uh, particular focus is: is okay. having a biblical okay. worldview. And so he's going to uh, present some, give some stats, and just give us and ask, give uh, people the opportunity to ask questions. So, and do we have any other speakers for this, or is it just him? It's going to and be you're moderating. How's that going to work? So how is it going to work? It's going to be a conversation between all of us. OK, first um, for that first 20, 20, 30 minutes, because we want to hear the different perspective. Any questions? Um, and then after that, and it'll be time. It'll be um, where we can have that couple minutes each or yes okay this is this is what i believe no and this is what we believe yes because a lot of the no's or a lot of the yeses is because of something uh a Pre- what, misinformation right right yeah. so give the time that for um that to be aired out because we really want to know different perspective mm-hmm. um because once you understand people's perspective you know how to talk to you know how to uh not necessarily persuade but meet them where they're at okay and um and especially because we have almost 15 million Christians that don't even re- haven't even registered to vote. So that oh, is, oh, that is so sad. And, and so, so sad. so we can look at it from a broader perspective of just actually engage in voting, or from a bigger perspective, what if God has called you to the to the political realm? So we mm-hmm. want to cover all those topics um, to see how can we play a part. So in we're not going to cover the bullying on the liberal left of no, uh, Southern the, Baptist churches no, to this, their congregations. No, this is all. This is all about. We're not going to be that inflammatory. Convers- we're, we're, 
just about conversating okay. about us, the church, okay. getting involved. In so politics. I think I already promised and obligated myself. I <laughs> yes. will record. Yes. And we will have excerpts or the entire thing here on the cabinet uh, after the event. So we might end up with a couple of shows. Yeah. With that. I yeah. think it'd be fun to say this is what we learned. Yeah. And bring that back. Um, so in addition to that, uh, let's say you guys had a meet the candidate forum. I saw the calendar for Cumberland County Republican yes. Women's Club. You guys are hitting the ground running. We are. New we Year's. have we have Lieutenant Governor that's coming in here. He's not. That's is part of his campaign. Mm-hmm. We're not endorsing him in anything, but um, uh, for him the to the candidate to, or the current one, the candidate coming in for uh, Governor uh, Lieutenant Governor. What the Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson? He's running for oh, Governor. Right, 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 right. Yes. And so he'll be. He was here on the thirteenth mm-hmm. of January. So well, let's clear this up too. I think a lot of people. Because uh, we were talking off air. We know the internal politics of party, and we're familiar because we're always chatting about it. Right. So does the, do the Republican Women's Clubs, do the GOP, Cumberland County Board, do they have any say in which Republican can run? No. Okay. Uh, anybody can run as in a Republican. Okay. And do, do they endorse anybody? We shouldn't be endorsing okay, right. at this level. You can, as an individual, support a candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, your candidate of choice, you have that leeway. However, as far as as an officer within the party, we sh- or uh, just a unit as a party, we cannot endorse. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot endorse. However, we're not supposed to be we're endorsing not a specific to. guy, right, or lady, right. Yeah. Now there are rules um, at a higher level, but it has to be executive. And usually, mm-hmm. Cumberland County, we we don't get into endorsing anybody, but there is a formal process mm-hmm. if we wanted to do a formal process. There is, okay. but, but it um, doesn't get followed. But it doesn't. Yeah. We haven't done okay. that, um, and that requires everybody. Okay, okay. Well, I just think it's important for the perspective because you know I mentioned my parents. They watch Fox News, and they're like, "I want to vote red." You know, it's like, okay, cool, but just because they're on the GOP slate doesn't card mean doesn't mean they've been like vetted or correct. They just happen, you know, just they're to be addicted Republican to running. They, some <laughs> people, yeah. um, so, you know, just because you register Republican or Democrat automatically puts you quote in the party, in the party. and you right. can't kick anybody out of the party either. You cannot. That's the other. Well, I mean, didn't they try with Tom Tillis? They no. censored he was Tom Tillis. He yeah. was censored. Yeah. But if they do that at the state level, can't you guys, he can't run what? again as a Republican? I thought that's what I heard. I don't know. Well, Correct you're me. dealing with different levels of yeah. probably yeah. caucus type politics yeah. and all. This is, listen, this is hyper local. It's just, we I think a lot of people, level. a lot of people expect, hey, I'm a Republican. That Republican party needs to do X, Y, and Z. Well, the Republican party doesn't have, it's not like that. They don't drive the bus. Right. Actually, the yeah. the people, we, we drive the bus um, if we do what's right. And mm-hmm. that's why it's important to get involved in these clubs and even participate in uh, being a precinct mm-hmm. chair because that means you have grounds to actually okay. change the rules. And well, So um, I don't want to get into precinct chair right now. We'll do that <laughs> after the break because we do need to talk about that. Okay. Um, so, again, the Republican Women's Club that you're president of, it is not just a bunch of ladies getting no. together, sharing snacks and looking at each Aren't other. Aren't there hats. some men, too? There are men. There are I know John men. Soka goes sometimes yeah. or has or there's a few. That I've I've known that well, have they gone. get around. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't yeah. really be in politics and not visit these clubs. Yeah. But the club that I that Shamik is involved with is one of the most active. And I talked about the calendar a moment ago. Yeah, um, they have a really busy year ahead of them. We, but we, it's an exciting year, and we look at this as a ministry. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I look at this as a ministry. That this is service. Okay. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk about 
what a precinct chair means and the importance of. There's two different kinds we'll talk about. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about them when we get back. Okay, sounds good. All right. The Smartest Hour of Talk Radio will return after these important messages from our commercial sponsors.
yesterday Cause it was And I still got a Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend Pastor Goodman for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now for today's good news, here is Joshua Goodman. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got... Some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, talk about, discuss all the problems, circumstances, situations, all the negative junk, I'm here to give you some good news. Can you believe it? 2024. Just stop and consider that for a moment. Consider for a moment all that we have been through together Friends, we've been through COVID, racial injustice, wars, famines, elections. We've been through corruption, division, slander. This year alone, I have had done three funerals for three very good friends of mine. One of mine being Jimmy Henley Jr., a host here on this show. We would be foolish to say we haven't faced some stuff together. Got to tell you. I'm honored to have been by your side and grateful to have you by mine. Our good news for today is, are you ready? We made it. Well, at least we're still making it. We're we're still fighting. We're still pushing. We're still trying. We haven't given up. And let me encourage you today. Don't give up. Don't stop. Don't quit. You are so close. 2024, listen, it's going to have its challenges. It's going to have its hardship And there may even be some tragedy, but it will also carry with it a year of wonder if you choose it. It can be a year of opportunity if you seize it. It will be a year of victory if you choose to be challenged. A year of adventure if you choose to take it. Listen, what do all these statements have in common? Y-O-U. 2024, your life is what you make of it. God has sovereignly placed on the inside of you the ability to make decisions. Deuteronomy 30, 19, I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Friends, in 2024, let's choose life. Because always remember, it's your choice. This is Pastor Josh, and that is your good news. You're tuned in to the Carolina Cabinet, Eastern North Carolina's local conservative morning talk show. 
If common sense thinking offends you, please turn your radio off for the next 90 minutes. Welcome back to another segment of the Carolina Cabinet. Well, and good morning and welcome back from commercial. Pastor Josh, good morning. Whoop, whoop, good morning. Very good to see you. Good to be here, David. Good to be here. So I, I'm glad that we have you on our side. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lovely sermon this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. you much. Thank I'm you. sorry, good news. Yeah, good, good news. Good it's good okay. news. 2024, yeah. here we are. So let's uh, let's set a little off-air argument or discussion that the members had before you walked in. How long is it appropriate to say Happy New Year before being annoying? Oh, after the new year. Oh, so so let me let me counter that with how soon is it okay to begin saying Merry Christmas? Ooh. Didn't think about that. That's okay. Good. I mean, okay. I'm good with saying Happy New Year for at least a couple weeks after, okay. especially if it's people you haven't seen. That's right. what yeah. I said. Okay. If you like, haven't yeah. seen them yet, yeah. Yeah. The say Happy January, New Year. And it's still you know. January. Yeah. But I got to tell you too, I'm the same guy who told my wife last week, oh, "Let's just keep the Christmas lights up the rest right. of the year. It's okay. We'll have to put the tree. <laughs> well, that's fine. We'll celebrate Christmas all year long." She well, wasn't having it. I, I have to say, those of my own ilk, our own Greek community, we are very, you know, Kronjupala, you know, which means happy, which means good, good year. Yeah, you yeah, know, or many years, many you know. years. Yeah, Kronjupala. You know, we say that pretty much for the first time we see that person up, up to three months. Yeah, see, there you go. Ooh, so I it's like okay. That. It's, it's kind of like when we have uh, Easter, you know, we say Christos Anessi, Christ is risen. We say that for like forever, two right? months yeah. after. And it's okay. <laughs> after Easter. We also get discounted uh, Easter candy, which is pretty cool. Because <laughs> it's normally later than the American Easter. But anyway, uh, so so what do you think, Shamika? Uh, till the next time you see somebody, you keep... Well, no I was still what. I was still thinking about the Easter candy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Same, same. You know when the peeps are a little stale, a little bit, they get a little chewy. I'm about to be a little candy now. Yeah. I'm, getting some for, I'm getting some for the fire pit and s'mores like, this year. Yes. Discount prices. Yeah. <laughs> You're invited, Christina. You're invited. Okay. Which speaking of so. Easter, it does actually fall. Is it a month later is this it a month year? This, okay. It's a month later yeah, this year. It, it's weird. Sometimes the worlds collide on the yep, same so, day. Yep. And then other times it just it just doesn't. Well, there was discussion in my house through my career, you know, are we going to close the restaurants, you know, for Easter, of course, yeah. but do we close for Greek Easter? And I'm like, I don't want to explain that one. <laughs> yeah. I, good, look, good. we just need to have enough yeah. employees. They can work. I'll go to church with you guys. You a know, sign up there that says you know, closed for Greek Easter. Yeah, y'all, no. y'all killed twice. Yeah. You know, I, I just, oh Lord. Yeah. So forgive me. I'm going to celebrate okay. as much as so, I can. Well, absolutely. So before the break and before your entrance, yes, sir. we were discussing, uh, Shamika's position as the Cumberland County Republican Women's Club president, Woo. the coolest Republican Women's Club in favor. Yes. And we were about to talk about something really boring called precinct chairs. I'm glad you said it. I, it's, it's <laughs> we don't have boring. any of that stuff in our party, so, so you know. So, Shamika, I wanted, I think we discussed off air, it was like, look, there's two kinds of precinct chairs. Now, I have been a precinct judge for the Board of Elections because uh-huh. I volunteered, and they do pay you. But yes. you got to sit up there at the precinct and you do the work of the Board of Elections by mm-hmm. taking people's name, giving them ballots, blah, blah, blah. What's the difference between that and a party precinct chair? Okay, so the party um, the party precinct, you ha- kind of look at it. Everything is a structure. Believe it or not, <laughs> politics has a structure. And so w- w- we can look at the precinct chair as the company leader if you imagine you were in the military and you have uh, you have your companies and so your company will be uh, your company commander will be your precinct chair okay and so uh, they are responsible for training 
all the privates and get in the squad in line. And denying your leave. <laughs> deny, <laughs> deny your leave. Okay, so who's, they're, who would be the privates? The, the privates are all the people in the neighborhood. Okay. Those are the ones that you got to recruit. So okay. they, they serve as the drill sergeant recruiter, and then when they train them, they're also going to now translate over as their okay. company commander. And so in actuality, the precinct chair is just one slot in that little structure. You have the precinct chair, the vice chair, the the treasurer, and the... And the um, and the secretary, they're, they're a little platoon, all, uh, they're a little company mm-hmm. all by themselves. Um, and you got to remember, one of the things about uh, politics, it, the way it's supposed to be, because this is a republic, a republic. Uh, we are a republic for the United States of America. As far as you is, knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, <laughs> if you do. talk to enough people, you think it's a democracy, right? <laughs> no. Uh, but it is a republic. Um, and, and it's run by the lower level. Mm-hmm. You have more power at the lower level than you have at top. It should be that mm-hmm. because yeah. you have the power to put people in office and take people out. Right. And so that's the importance of that so precinct So if I chair. want to be a precinct chair for the GOP or like what – what does somebody need to do? Do they need to come to the Republican Women's Club meeting and maybe network a little bit or just make it known to who? Okay. So initially, every month, uh, every year, we have, every two years, you, you have what is called a convention, mm-hmm. the county convention. And on that uh, convention, that we have, Cumberland County, every county runs it differently. But Cumberland County, we do our precinct meeting and our um, actual county convention simultaneously so that morning that eight o'clock meeting when you get there if you want to be part of that precinct then uh, you want to be in that that precinct chair if you want to be in your neighborhood precinct then you go early and you sign up for your neighborhood right you will actually actually what's supposed to happen (laughs) (laughs) what's supposed to happen everybody comes that want to be participate in that um the precincts get together and they elect who they want to be their precinct chair. Gotcha. And, and this is for city? Is this for state? What I mean, precinct, how does this that... This is for it? county. county. Well, okay, gotcha. so the, the county, every... Okay, the county is divided up in different precincts. Okay. And the precincts is where you actually go and vote. You have... When you have your... Uh, imagine, let's go back. So you know how early voting, early voting, they have certain sites. Yeah. And then anybody can go to the site. But the day of election, you have to go to a specific yeah, your, site. Yeah, your site. Because your precinct is there. Gotcha. And so because that precinct, everybody in the neighborhood is assigned to that precinct. And most of it is just because um, not just... Uh, it, it's, it makes it a little bit more function because they're, uh, in theory... Everyone's supposed to come out and vote yeah. <laughs> in theory, right? Yes. Um, and, and when you're organizing your precinct chairs, uh, your, if, the, if the precinct is organized and the precinct is actually getting out, getting information to the neighborhood, they're also receiving information from the neighborhood like, hey, we need another uh, fire hydrant out here. We need uh, traffic or something is wrong in this neighborhood and we need to get it fixed uh, and we need a petition legislature or we need to go up to city council. Whatever that is, what hmm. theoretically that that precinct chair is supposed to be doing, they're 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 advocating what needs to happen in that neighborhood yep, 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 and yep. bringing it back. And so, because they're advocating for what goes on on in the neighborhood, they're automatically assigned to the executive committee. So you have what you call the executive board which is your chairman, your vice chairman. And Cumberland County has a second vice because we're so big. And then you have the at-large member that they run day-to-day basis on what's supposed to happen within the GOP. Now, I am... um, 
I, of course, I am the president of the Cumberland County Republican Women Club. So I sit as a, um, a part of the executive committee because I am um, I'm an affiliate of the GOP as yeah, well. Yeah. And um, that executive committee kind of provide oversight to excuse me. The, the, yeah, the executive committee provide uh, oversight to the board that runs the day-to-day operations. Okay, so you have a board, pr- mm-hmm. pretty much you got your and president, vice president, whatever, right, and but then precinct chairs mm-hmm. are automatic. Once you've been elected precinct chair of your neighborhood area, you're on the executive committee. You're on the executive committee. That puts committee. you as part, and you're That's privy to these meetings. a lot of people. Right. It is. And, and, and so if it, let's say you that, guys fight so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, let's say, and let's say that the, so right now we're already, the, the convention has already happened. And usually that the same time that we're electing the precinct, the precinct chair mm-hmm. is the same time we're also electing um, who's going to be the GOP chairman. Mm-hmm. So once that's over and you have empty empty slots, and then sometimes people may resign the position, then that person can go to the uh, go to the chairman mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I want to be a precinct chair." Um, for this precinct and if you want to find out your precinct chair you can just go to look up with your voter look up and it will show you it will have like precinct whatever that precinct is assigned and like the, that's the name of your polling place yes like in our be. case it was almond one which yes. is church of the nazarene so yes. that is your precinct that also carries over to the, the party but it's a little bit different yes so it's identified right. as your 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 the place not yeah, like, so like, like city with voting, city it, I'm, I'm part of district seven there you go but for where, where i go vote, vote yeah i actually vote at the uh the the rec center on uh old months who's okay. district seven city council person uh it is brenda mcnair oh right 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 right. Yeah. we were we had we'll, uh, we'll get to district eight in just a minute i know where you're headed <laughs> i know i see <laughs> that <laughs> i see that <laughs> Okay, so let's wrap, let's wrap up the precinct. So basically, you you voted the rec center. So whatever that precinct code is by the county, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like Almond was like G five A dash one, whatever. So whatever. Then that's code, my county precinct. Then if you come to the county convention, you're going to find G five A dash one Almond in our case, and that's where you'll sit and try to be elected as precinct chair, gotcha. yes. which then puts you automatically as part of the executive the committee, committee of the party apparatus in town yes Uh uh and that's what people don't understand yes you know it's i think it's it's a little bit of a relic to the old days the way things are set up it's normally people knew their neighbors it was a good community watch effort to be honest Mm -hmm. with you and now it's like you want me to call these people i don't know these people in my neighborhood well i I think (laughs) and and that if you don't know your neighbors you can't advocate so it is a Looking at it, I have a human resource background, so I'm always, and you see me out there reaching people. It's a great way to start getting to know your neighbors, uh, especially the ones that's in the Republican Party, because you know if they have, that they need a dog catcher around here. Mm -hmm. You know the issues, and I think when we start making things, uh, when we start getting back to the basis of actually finding out what's happening in our communities and willing to advocate, people know something is wrong. And most of the time, they don't know where to go to. So you can be a, a resource. Well, and the party will give you a list of people that they, are in your will. precinct. And mm-hmm. that comes from Board of Election data as well. Yes. But that they'll give you a starting point. Yes. And so. especially if you're an extrovert person and you just like to talk. Oh, I'm not. I'm, it was, I am, I am <laughs> no, just, Pastor Josh. No. I'm a very introverted individual. There are no introverts here. I would say, especially as a pastor and, and a people, people of faith, um, 
it's a great opportunity to go and you it's kind of like an evangelistic mission if you ask me you have like a list of names and you just go meet your neighbors and you never know what need it is mm-hmm. and it's a great way and, and before you got here i was telling them I, everything that i do in politics is to give glory to god yeah and to forward the kingdom and so what better way to like go to your neighbor and be like hey this is this i'm doing this i'm the preaching chair and you mm-hmm. can what's going on in the neighborhood how can we help you right I mean, so, I know the name of every libertarian in my state. Well, yeah, there's like yeah, five. My district. But, you know, <laughs> back to Republicans. There's 442. Love you, Christina, but no. 442. But, uh, okay, okay. That's so, statewide? You know, I, oh my God. <laughs> I think that being a precinct chair for the party, it translates into furthermore helping, helping conservative candidates get elected. It does. And that's because we would then know who you are, and we would be able to say, hey, Shamika, why don't you come pizza and politics and get to know us here? Yeah. And then, hey, can you maybe deliver these ra- um, door hangers to that neighborhood? And then also, when people have buy-in, because if people know that you're that you've, you're advocating for them, right. they're going to come out and vote for you until somebody else is. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think so it increased the turn of voter turnout. It's the most grassroots marketing that it we is. can do. It is. It is know, grassroots. I hate hearing grassroots because I think Obama. It we just had it makes, first. It, it makes me. Yeah, we had it first. We Reagan, had it first. Reagan, Reagan brought it. I don't. We no, had it first. I, I would know. go. I would go. Some all of it back brings like community organizer the, and grassroots. I'm like, ugh. I would. You know, I would go back sorry. even further to the black coats. You know, okay. where the pastors. Yeah. You know, yeah. the okay. pastors had to wear the black and robes. I want to mention one other thing. I know that because we've had Abdul Ali on here before. Yes. Frederick Douglass Foundation. Tell me just a little bit about yes. that because that is something we bring around the club. Too. Yes, Frederick Douglass Foundation. Great abolitionist. Um, he was born into slavery and came out of slavery and died multimillionaire um, diplomat. Mm-hmm. And um, so the organization is a national organization. I work as the engagement director for um, about six years. I just gave mm-hmm. that, left that position to awesome. Her name is Shay Faraday. She's doing an amazing job. Okay. And I'm now focusing on training and development. See, she left because she got me as a member. And then she. Yes. She I, had, she I had to focus yeah. on Peter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Trying to get me to evolve. According, according to Peter, everybody's got to focus on Peter. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right, baby. But yeah. anybody that want any information, you can check them out at fdfnc.com. Mm-hmm. Dot org. We're the North Carolina chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, we have chapters all over uh, the state, and we're mm-hmm. doing great things. Can I just say it? It's just it's just a, a, a concentration of black conservatives. Well, it's what I that's what I mean. That's what I've seen. Am we, I wrong? We 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 um, our our target is uh, the black population. Mm-hmm. We are we advocate for minorities. Uh, what right. happens in our community? But we're not just just like the abolitionists. We're not all black. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not all black. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, know? obviously, I mean, I'm a member. Yeah, you're so, a member. Hey, so. you know, <laughs> you know, Peter's pink. I'm but a white con- presenting individual pink. over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, know, I thought you, yeah. you know, it's a little blue hair. I'm Greek, little dark, but, you know, you know? I, got little, yeah, I got a little blue hair. But, but yeah. Uh, blue, ear, blue eyes. Whatever. But exactly. We go into, we, we target my black minority okay. areas um, and really serve as that bridge between community and the government. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, especially with Republicans, we are passing a lot of great legislation inside of North Carolina but mm-hmm. often when those legislation that legislature is passed it doesn't trickle down to the black uh, areas right. and so we want to make sure that people are getting information and have access to the same resources and and um, and but we also we, we work with the Hispanic coalition mm-hmm. we work with it because it's about getting the conservative message to right. um, get conservatives elected and yeah. take this agenda to tamp down some of the crazy in our country and you know at the republican men's huddle that the club hosted Mm -hmm. you know you had all these uh, 
black pastor. I think I was yeah. only speck of white in that room that day. <laughs> you were but that you know, day. It, it's it's refreshing to see people that I'm sorry. We you share don't the think, same values. You don't think that yeah. a lot of black folks, pastors, and all they're conservative, but you know what? Very conservative. They are. Yeah. So why I, do they preach this crap of the anyway? And, whatever, and I think, right? and I think, because most well, actually, can we ask Pastor Josh the question we had earlier? Church and politics. We okay, before we get, whoa, 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 <laughs> no, whoa, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, no, pump calm, the brakes there, come now. Calm down, hasty pudding. Okay, <laughs> so we are having. There is going to be an event hosted by yes. the Cumberland County Republican Women's Club. Pizza and politics. Should politics be involved with? Should Should the church be involved in politics? Okay. Absolutely. And I mean, so, they, they, and they, so that's the that's the great debate. So, so for me, right? I I, I do not preach from my pulpit a Republican message or a Democrat or Libertarian mm-hmm. or whatever. I preach the gospel. Amen. But the, as far as the church goes, I mean, yeah, <laughs> wholeheartedly. It, yeah, uh, the, we, we, we have to be. And I think that oftentimes we negate our responsibility. Um, With the low voter turnout, that yes, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, we negate our responsibility. Well, and by what role not. does the church need to have? I mean, maybe just fire up people to say, look, if you have an opinion, cool. Vote. Go. Just go vote. Right. You know, and um, yeah. It doesn't uh, have to be a negative connotation nope. like you're in there brainwashing people. Nope. Nope. No, because nope. nope. I don't think I've ever heard you speak politics specifically in church, but like I was telling them earlier, one of your sermons recently, you were saying they're going to try to divide us this year yep. and to be, be careful. Be very careful. Mm-hmm. And they will. And they, they do. They do. They do you yeah. know? Um, and, and like I said, for me, uh, m- the message I preach is a very uh, conservative mm-hmm. message. You know, um, there are individuals who who might look at uh, some of the things I say as being, you know, I, I, but Divisive you, you got to understand. So you're a biblical pastor. You have a yeah. biblical yeah. world. Yeah. You know? and, that's yeah. the, and that's actually the biggest issue is that we don't have, first of all, a lot of saved pastors yeah. and not at all uh, a bi- have a biblical world yeah. view. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I think if you if you just look at a pastor that's preaching, you know what, uh, this is sin. And mm-hmm. if you sin, you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And if you get saved, you're going to go to heaven. If that's considered conservative, mm-hmm. well, then, I mean, well, whatever. It was Jesus before it was ever called conservative. <laughs> comma, however, for the layman over here that may be a little intimidated by some of that. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, I know I know the, the word hell makes yeah. orthodox uh, individuals uh, kind know, of, uh, you know, I'm that, regressing, I'm regressing. We, we take that seriously. <laughs> it's really you know. hot over there. But, <laughs> I know, right? I was like, but, uh, no, I was just thinking, you know, but bottom line, God is love. And, you know, that's what you're, that's what I'm more concerned to hear from the people in these positions is that I feel like a lot of churches, they get in there, they get blinders on and they're pushing a certain agenda. It's like, how can you, how can you seriously push that and be a Christian? Well, I think more the conservatives have taken the, the, the real biblical point of view. Churches have taken a view of we're just going to, we're going to stay in our lane Mm -hmm. and preach the gospel. And then you have more um, people that have been infused with, you have, you have uh, some people that, are Christians, but they have uh, black liberation yep. theory inside of that. And then you have uh, people that are just totally are just nowhere near the Bible. And those people are just making the, the loudest noise represented in the church. Yep. But that's not the truth. But I just believe this year, right along with, with Pastor Josh, is, is that not as people try to divide, there is going to be an arising where the people of God is saying no more. Yep. I think we're tired of it. We are. Yeah. You know, I, I know at my church, um, you know, Christina, you were there, and and we 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 had we were packed out this past Sunday, and I you were you were uh, yeah, full, <laughs> we were full, and and we were as full as we've been in the past since COVID, you yeah. know, and um, I, I pastor a church that is 
predominantly African American, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was not very cool for you know individuals who were uh, uh, who were minorities to but attend. You had a lot of Asians too. I do, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> this, but to attend time. white uh, 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 a church where. The white man's a pastor, yeah. you know, yeah. so I lost yeah. a lot of people during even the, the Floyd injustice oh, and, and, and all of that. Um, but I think now we're getting to the point, and not just my church, but but churches in general, mm-hmm. where we're like, look, we're tired of the, it's, we're tired of the, the junk. The division. Right. The division. Yeah. Because I just feel like you have that in your church. It's beyond color. You I, know, I, and there I are agree. some churches where mm-hmm. I really feel that one way or the other, but it's, yeah. it isn't. Because when yeah. you really are sitting around God, I mean, he made us all. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a beauty that comes with the body of Christ, with the, the, the different races, the different. It's a beauty. But when you start talking about kingdom and, yep. and it's just a beauty because and it's the love of God. Different God. ethnicities, yes. you know, different languages, different yes. cultures, people from different countries. It's yeah. it. I, I look at my church and we, we host. So so you, they I, have I grew, a potluck on Wednesdays and I never get yep. to go. Pastor Josh, I've actually been to your church with minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, great. So I have a, uh, we, we have a, a Haitian church. I was raised in Haiti. Right. Okay. Um, live there, speak the language fluently, and and for me, one of the greatest blessings is being able to open our door to this 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 group of of Haitian, oh, wow. predominantly migrants, right, who are here in our our city, and be able to open our door to them, and I mean, be able to go over there and just and communicate, communicate, <laughs> cut up, you know, feast, have fun, talk, preach, the whole nine yards is uh, always it's it's to be that like you said, it's a very beautiful thing to yeah. be able to be you know and, uh, living I mean, in that diversity all, all i hear though is bring us your tired your poor your huddled masses that's america man yes sir and then work Melting hard pot. Yep. on your back and don't ask others to do but, it for you, but you okay okay now you're getting into <laughs> no, another whole no, show sorry. right there. but you know what peter i was actually doing some research i don't know if you're aware of the radical republicans and when people I've start reading crazies. about the ra- no the radical republicans were mean? they were in the in the 1800s those were the ones that actually believed that blacks and whites are equal and they were put on they were lynched they had cue cards yep. with their name and faces on them mm-hmm. and they were coming after them and their family so when we start talking about true republicanism we're talking about people that were killed that were that went through uh, just as much because they were like standing up for those that needed that were, it that, right Again, period. <laughs> let's wave. <laughs> let's wave the flag, the red, white, and blue, baby. I mean, that's that's America. Yeah, that's it. I, so sorry, I, I just yeah. I, I, I kind of love my country. I'm like, yeah, man. That's, <laughs> he, that's Peter just got here. all patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? He started, he, we he, needed a flag. I know. I, 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 was gonna, yes. I thought he was going to start singing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. No, no. So, so yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to see where I have such hope. Like I said, in, in, even in my little talk today, for 2024, um, uh, for our city, for our community, for yes. our county, um, for our churches, for our believers, uh, I, I have just huge, huge hope. I, I, and again, my prayer, my hope is that we finally had enough of the the, the spinning and the snowball and the lies, the, the lies and the deception and lies. just so much garbage. And finally, we're like, look, that's enough. I'm going to go. I'm well, I do think we can only take it for so long that at oh, a certain yeah. point, we're, we're just starting to see the truth, yeah. you know, stretch we're out. Americans. It's in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. To fight, we, to believe. And to, that's yeah. right. You know, yeah. so. They can't fool us all the time. No, they, I mean, and well, I mean, they've maybe, done a good job. Yeah, they have, especially if I mean, especially in like the past three years. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, okay. um, it's been one of those it's things. Been four where, years, John. Uh, four years. See, yeah. yeah. I, I, oh. See, we keep. It, Happy New Year. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's not too late. Well, it's like if I say, you know, 30 years ago it was 1970. Wait a minute. No, dude. No. no 30 years ago, 1990. Oh, shoot. I'm getting these notifications and, and, on and, music that was popular that year or 30 years ago. And you're like, what? Man, I was in middle school, yeah. school or something. No, I, was, I just great. But yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I look back and I'm like, can I be honest? I didn't think I'd make 2024, uh-uh. and here I am. No, Woo, a lot of us didn't sake. think so. Crazy, crazy. And we wouldn't have the government had anything to do with it. You know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, they're, the, they're there to help. You know, they are. Right? I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah. To save you. <laughs> Did you mean to crack your Because you book? can't save I'm yourself. To, to I've got a real quick question that's a little okay. divisive. Do you ever, as a minority myself, I oh. always feel this um, anger, other feelings, when I feel like they're like, hey, you're a minority. You need help from me because you can't do it yourself. Do you feel that way? Or do people in the Frederick Douglass Foundation get a sense of that? Like, I'm a, a very dominant female. So I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let, I let's ever feel condescended by the so government saying, I need now, to help you. Now, yes. Go ahead with this racial H bomb of hers. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. no. But it, but it, the, the, um, for them to present it is not the problem. It's the response of the black community to accept it. That's the issue. Interesting. So it's okay to care. Just care over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, dear cabinet, you know, our time's already up. Woo. So to our listeners, I hope you had a nice time. We love being here for you. A thank you to my fellow on-air cabinet members, Pastor Joshua Goodman. Yes, Thanks for making it. Yeah, man. My favorite libertarian, Christine Adawes. I Librarian. still believe in separation of church and state, though. <laughs> <laughs> and a special thank you to my friend Shamika Bethay, president of the Cumberland County Republican Women's Woo-hoo! Club. Thank you for coming. Yes. So come on and do us a joy. favor. Take time this week to visit one of our commercial sponsors. Let them know you heard its message right here on the Carolina Cabinet. If somehow you do miss an episode of our top-rated show, top-rated, go ahead and find us on your favorite podcast broadcaster, either Apple, Spotify, or Google. Find us on social media. Just type the Carolina Cabinet and click that like button. Thanks again for tuning in this morning, and until next time, we are the, the Carolina, Carolina Cabinet. Cabinet.